Blog Talk Radio. Islands and all around the wall and thing like that. And we're so glad that I want to tune in one more again to We Show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This show the Queen Quet, hostess for the program and head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad if it be the hostess one more again for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. This year, every time we come on air, you know what's going on here. We are key upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. So this year, you know, we want to just take a moment of silence for all the Gullah Geechee freedom fighters for over all the generations, the 1600, 1700, 1800, 1900, even into the 2000s, all of them who've been had a freedom. Let we take this year moment and take this year leave it a time to take a journey. Oh, 
praise God that there were those people who kept their minds set on freedom even during the civil rights movement here throughout these sea islands, throughout the United States of America, who were actually walking in the footsteps of those who were part of the Denmark V.C. Gullah Jack Charleston Uprising of 1822, who had walked in the tracks of all of those Gullah Geechee mothers and fathers who resisted during chattel enslavement, who were walking in the tracks of Cato, Jimmy, who was the one who beat out the drums of freedom during the march of the Stoner Rebellion. Thank God for the songs. Thank God for the journey. Thank God that Hunter Chillin still did ya, and that we still are going on, moving on and things like that. We thank God for all of that chillin. What we did upon John Tyler. We went to crack your teeth with all the other rest of the children when they didn't come here. They're in the 50s and the 60s and things like that. And then get it that thing and go on up yonder to this place called the Highland School. And then the Cowie songs and things did it. And then you had all of these children that take the spirituals what they did from the Gullagichi Nation. And then I take them upon the streets and things. Take them upon the Freedom Riders buses and things like that. Waking up this morning with a mind for freedom. Songs like a stay in the field and things like that. Keep on a Hand pun the plow, turn out for B, keep on an eye pun the prize and thing like that. And plenty of time the day when Hunter children get it at Honey ain't no say that we come from right here when that children been a sing, march it, grind down to the jailhouse and thing like that. March it when they turn the holes and the dog pun them. Honey ain't no when they been a cry out, hold on, hold on. Keep on eye, put the prize. It be sickling and back to the Sea Islands in it. Plantation and thing like that. In that Carolina gold. In that Sea Island cotton. In that in gold. Back to the soul of the Sea Island and thing like that. Who will not tell her children? Keep on her hand, put that plow. And stay in the field. Hold on. Just a little while longer. Oh, children. Hold on. Everything will be all right. children have to keep on holding on, even now, holding upon your land, holding upon your culture, holding upon the way honor to crack your teeth and things like that, wherever honor to be, hold upon honor to be, who honor to be, what God make honor, and we be Gullagichi, anointed, bless up children, and sure enough, we be free. I'm very happy to be chiefess and head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. I'm Queen Quet. I thank everyone that continues to tune in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio from around the world, throughout the Sea Islands, from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, and going further inland, our 35 miles to the St. John's River. 
where the echoes of these songs would hit our coastline the same way our tide does and carry this energy and spirit of freedom from the time that they brought enslavement vessels to this coast. Our people sung for freedom. Harriet Tubman, when she was here during the U.S. Civil War, was brought out along the river. And what did they ask her to do? Sing. They asked her, and her soul sang. And when her soul sang, she communicated with them. They communicated with her. When they spoke in words, it didn't work out so well. She said she didn't understand the people. The people understood her. But when those songs came alive in the spirit, oh, yeah, they knew what she'd been a cracky teapot. Freedom. And so here it is that whether we are speaking through the talking drum, whether we are speaking through the song, whether we are speaking through the polyrhythm, we yet still sing songs of freedom here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Why do we sing these songs? We sing these songs of freedom to keep us sane, to keep us moving on, to keep us moving forward through time at all times, to continue to strengthen ourselves and so that no one would ever again be able to bind us, and especially not spiritually or mentally. And as long as you can't be bound spiritually or mentally, you definitely are free because that is what it takes. It don't take shackles on your arms or your ankles. It only takes a shackle on your mind to enslave you. So there has never been a movement around the world of African people, whether we look at South Africa and the boot dance, we look at Kendrick Lamar doing that on stage and people not even being able to fully engage to articulate all of what he was saying through the movement that he showed and how these things then invoke a spirit of reconnection around the rhythm, around the drum amongst us when people attempt to oppress us. We have always had a way that we stood up. We have always had the music to lift our spirits. We have always been able to call from island to island, city to city, up the creek, down the ocean, through the rivers, through our songs, because we knew that no matter what was going on, as long as God was on our side, then the ultimate victory was going to be ours as well. And so that's why even now, if one of the children are coming to the Gullah Geechee Nation and things like that, one of the Yeti, some in the prayer's house, somewhere in the church, you go and still get it with a clap soul. You go and get it with still a leap on the law side. Hunna go and have something right there in your soul and thing. What make on a know? Oh, hunna chill up. It's time sometimes, you know, that we have a shout and thing like that. But honey, hunna chill up, not a shout no more. Because honey, all the folk done gone on. You know something? We share them. 
when you're not shouting no more. You shame them like the drum not going from your heart and from your soul. You can't handle human rights movement without the drum. Because that drum, the way we freedom, they always come from. So now we take that drum, we put them in that stabbing stick, we put them in we hand, we put them in we sword, and we still there. And then they're going away, tall, tall. But now, the journey is to be able to pass on the under and the overstanding to this generation of what it takes to truly be free. And even when we talk about the celebration of June being Black Music Month, more often than not, people simply want to be entertained with yet just another concert of some kind without actually thinking about what the concerted efforts are able to do for a community. Each time we talk about a major movement that now often is called an era, part of movements of eras of times here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, we need to also look at the economic power that was part of those movements and of us moving. Here it is, for instance, if we go back to the Stoner Rebellion, let's look at the economic aspects of an uprising during 1700s. If we look at Denmark, Vesey, and Gullah Jack's movement with the Charleston Uprising, let's look at the economic dynamics of that. The major wealth of those enslaving African people in the Sea Islands, on the Sea Islands, and in what people refer to as the low country in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Economic value, the wealth was in the black gold, the black cargo. It was in the enslaved Africans, the very same ones who could create the drums as well as they could create the swords and the axes and the daggers to fight with. So if you rose up and you walked off, you took that bateau and thing like that, like that old man did not do, and came out to the cricket thing like that, and go across yonder to the red man there, because Sabo and Yamasee and Disto and thing like that, and then sure on how far, go on to the next lead. Well, then you had been committing larceny you were taking away a commodity. You were stealing, even though you were stealing away yourself. Yes, you steal away, steal away, steal away home. I ain't got long to stay here. Yet another one of our spirituals, that there are so many nuances in and there are so many meanings within the context of the music and the song that even ethnomusicologists don't often get it right. And they don't look at the plight, the money, the exchange of the silver for human bodies. Here it is that if some of those human bodies are gone, that person's wealth base is lowered. If it is the blacksmith, if it is the one that can make the tabby, if it is the one that is the best cook or the healer, the medicine woman, the medicine man, upon the plantation, that's gone. The wealth drops extremely rapidly by their absence because they are the wealth. It is their knowledge. It is their physical ability that created and generated the wealth that built the infrastructure of not only what is now the Gullah Geechee Nation, but all of the United States. 
So here's the economic factor in the Stoner Rebellion and the Denmark Fessy Uprising. Those movements of freedom during the transatlantic slave trade meant somebody was going to lose money. And if they didn't have that cargo insured on land the way they had done on those ships of enslavement, bringing the people over, then they were at a loss that now they could not even get an insurance claim from because you didn't die, you ran, you stole yourself away. Dare you take away the money. So if we fast forward to now, many people want to download songs for free. They call it piracy. Because just like back then, you were taking something that wasn't rightfully yours, and you literally were taking it. No one had given you permissions to do it. You aren't going on and making a purchase. You're taking it. Now, some would say the takings are an American way. It's a European mechanism. They feel they have a right to do it, but they don't feel that black folks have the right to do it. And how dare you try to take back that which is yours? So here it is even today when we hear the spirituals still being sung and we go to look them up, we can often find them being sold by the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., on CD. We can find them being sold by universities along this coastline. Are the people whose family members or the people themselves that are still alive that are recorded on those CDs that are being sold getting any money from that? No, they're not. They've given away their rights. When they asked the person or the person asked them, can they be recorded? And that, or they said, well, we're here, we're going to sing. And they recorded and they walk away. They have all that they feel they need. And more often than not, it's the institutions, the museums in particular, that are dotting this coast and the federal government sites that are got dotting the Gullah Geechee Nation's coast that are part and parcel to this redistribution of wealth and the continued distribution of wealth in an unequal fashion where the wealth being gained by the exploitation of the knowledge of black or African Gullah Geechee people is then taken and used for the benefit of institutions that we do not own or operate. And I mean the museums and I mean the universities that are still coming into Gullah Geechee communities. They get grants to come and record you as you shout, as you are at festivals and you are on stage Hence why the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival doesn't allow folks to come in and record. Because these folks come in, they take it, they copyright it. And for years later and generations to come, your music is now the commodity that they sell. There's no freedom now in those songs. And ethnomusicologists turn around and then they listen to your recordings and then they re-record them because they feel these are public domain and that by their academic credentials, it allows them the authority and the right to construct your songs in another way and then say, well, you know, I composed it in this manner or I simply did a new arrangement. And then these people are the ones hired for the documentaries the TV shows, the other things, never giving credit to those whose voices sang these songs, the souls from whom this music has emerged. This exploitation of musical artists and the movements that they've been in 
is ongoing. We have so many black musical artists of decades that died in poverty because they wanted to be stars, they wanted to be entertainers, they wanted to share their gifts with the world and have people just enjoy good music. And then they didn't have good contracts. Somebody else ended up owning the rights to this. So here it is that each and every year the Gullah Geechee Nation hosts the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival to educate people on our journey, our story, our music, our movements physically and politically to continue to be free people, but people that also have knowledge and understanding of the world and economic empowerment. So we do these things in places and spaces and areas where we can still have our people go and support the businesses and support the artists that now we have many indie artists, and several of them you have heard here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. And if you haven't heard them, just subscribe to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio where on iTunes, how for free. If you have not done it, go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E-N-A-T-I-O-N dot C-O-M, com, and subscribe there or go and search when you get there for Black Music Month. And you will hear of the many artists that we've either interviewed here or who I've talked about and shared their releases that are from the past and the present that be Gullah Geechee. They're still a cracky teeth song and sound. And now the indie artists want to be able to economically empower themselves, and the only way we do that is not by going and pirating their music off the Internet, but actually going to iTunes and, as Sister Latrice Bush would say, making a donation of a dollar. And like I said, it's not even a whole dollar. You keep a penny. It's 99 cents to purchase the songs of our artists. Because when we are economically empowered in our own community, we are able to move things and shake things. We are able to open and maintain the ownership and of our own institutions and our own businesses, our own schools. And then the children can learn who he be from the start and not have it infused and diluted by the thoughts and the interpretations of people who are not part of our community. Artists express, and that's what music does. As Stevie would say, music is a world within itself. It's a language we all understand. So here it is. With the music, one of the parts we don't understand is how it has influenced movements and how it has its own movement. That is what Black Music Month is all about. And ever since I heard of Black Music Month, I've looked forward to it. I look forward to it. I look forward to celebrating it. I take time during it. It's not like I need this month to do it, but I buy music. But I buy music all year long from our artists. Always have. My family always has. And so here it is that when Kenny Gamble, Ed Wright, and Diana Williams got together, they wanted to get together around the fact that there needed to be something that celebrated the impact of music. They wanted to celebrate its impact and get the economic impact focused on. 
And many people don't realize what damage is done to artists when we don't think about the fact that they do still need money to feed themselves and their families. We don't need to continue to perpetuate this foolishness of being starving artists. Now, the interesting thing about it is that there are thousands of people who have let me know that they never knew about Black Music Month. Currently, if you're coming to St. Helena Island, make sure that you stop by the St. Helena Branch Library so that you can see the small exhibit that we have honoring Black Music Month, but in particular, making sure that people under and overstand who the artists who are native to St. Helena Island are so that we don't just feel like we need to just reach way out and obtain music from elsewhere. There are artists right here, homegrown artists, from whom we can obtain such things. And so it's always interesting because even when I first found out about Black Music Month, they didn't even mention Diana Williams. But she was Kenny Gamble's wife at one point and a protege of the music industry pioneer, Frankie Crocker, those from New York. Y'all know who that is, all right, WBLS. So here it is that they wanted to go ahead and make sure that this month took place, that people knew about it, but that during it, people would also spend the money with the artist. And so here it is that various people have interviewed the Gambles over the years, Sister Diana, as well as Kenny himself, about why this had started. And Ed Wright, of course, being a part of it, and this trio to say, well, why in the world would you do this? What inspired you? to do this? Why have this go on? What moved you? Well, interestingly enough, in one interview that I've referenced before, even during Black Music Month, was where Kenny Gamble made it clear that the National Association of Television Radio Announcers was basically an organization of disc jockeys. And at an annual convention, there was discussions about how this could evolve into something different because the organization was now having a hard time economically itself. And so they thought they needed to bring in other industry professionals that maybe had more business acumen and would contribute to what was going on. So here it is that many people they talked to were supportive and they were able to start to link them to additional DJs. And there was the Black Music Association that then had four divisions in it. They had also the uh, different people from TV, radio, record companies, and everything, merchandise and marketing, all of that in it. And the end of what was then the indie industry was starting to peter out, one might say, starting to shut down. 
So they were able to jump in it because they really needed to support themselves. So they started black music divisions, and the sale of black music then increased. See, this is a benefit to the companies that all had what, you know, some knew as race music back then, if you all remember that terminology, race music. And so here it is that they started this up because there was an economic crunch. It was a movement to get some money again and not let this music die off. And so the Country Music Association already existed. October is Country Music Month. So they picked June for their month, and they modeled it. And the slogan they used was, Black Music is Green. Black Music is Green. And because they use that terminology, it tells you in and of itself, just with that statement alone, they were looking at an economic movement. They were not only trying to revitalize an organization and so they would not become defunct, but this organization represented an industry. The artists in that industry were black music artists. They were losing money. And here it is. Where are we now? History is repeating itself. Indies then had to get together with the big boys. And our indie artists now get together on a different scale of big boys with CD Baby and and, uh, YouTube and also with iTunes. And so here it is that they have the opportunity to put their music out here. And, of course, YouTube is free, but the others I mentioned is where you have to pay. It's still about an economic movement because if we want them to be able to continue to produce more music that maybe at some point in time and more of the human rights movements, that these will be the songs that someone restructures and adds new verses to them and has people marching for freedom or celebrating global universal human rights, oh, wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? I want to be there to beat the drums and the tambourine and the shout and have my stamina stick ready for that day. And there are many of us that are working daily for that day to actually come. So here it is, you would say, well, what did they do with it? Because maybe you never heard of it until you heard the show today. And it's been going on since 1979. It is 2016. So you might say, what? Because, no, you don't get to see commercials out here, and you think you would. But there hasn't been a big push. There hasn't been a big movement. Every now and then on BET or some such channel, TV One with Unsung, they will do, especially now, hashtag Black Music Month. If you follow at Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E, you notice that every day this month, and the rest of the days that we have left, you will see us post at least one thing with the hashtag Black Music Month. And it's going to direct you to some music, to some history of the music, to a musical artist, to a festival or an activity you can come to and support hearing the music today. Let's move to support our folks. Let's not come just sit up in audiences and then not purchase the folk CDs on your way leaving out. I thank everyone who came out to the Juneteenth at the Jepson, the Jubilee that we have each year there last weekend. And I was very proud because that's the first time that I didn't sell a bunch of CDs. 
I primarily sold books last week. So I have also heard from our St. Helena Branch Library that I'm still encouraging you to go see the Black Music Month exhibit that was placed there by the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which is the sponsor of this broadcast from our Gullah Geechee Al-Kibulat archive. There has been a movement now for people to go back to buying books, and I mean physical copies of books, not just what you download to your Kindle or your iPad to read, but physical copies of books. So there was one point in time I could sell a bunch of CDs when I couldn't sell a book because people didn't want to read. So now I'm very happy when they buy them both, but I'm even happier when they do buy the books about our story, our journey, our history. And many books have been written about black music. There are many documentaries that have been done on various genres of black music. One such movie that's out now that's even an indie movie is if you're into jazz music, and we do have the Charleston Jazz Group, you need to follow them on Facebook. And you can always, as you follow us, at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook periodically, we do post their different events that they are having, different concerts they're having. But also I would recommend that you see the film Miles Ahead, which is done by Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle does an outstanding job as Miles Davis in Miles Ahead. And so there's a great deal that we can continue to learn as we continue to support artists that are out here now, but also there's a great deal that we could do to teach the next generation the legacy of black music from the standpoint of being moved by it, but moved to the point that you don't allow yourself to become a slave to someone who says, I'll pay you X amount of dollars, a couple of silver coins for your music. And that's why I encourage you to see Miles Ahead because it truly shows you how Miles Davis stood up to have some freedom and control over his music, all right? So definitely take some time out if you're going to check out some things this season. That is definitely one to go to the theaters to check out Miles Ahead with Don Cheadle, directed by him as well, and he does an excellent job starring in it because many of us don't realize the bondage many of our musical artists have been placed in. God bless the dead, a musical artist that I love and many of you love, Prince. We recently lost Prince, and now the same people that own the record company that he sued and that he won against are the ones who also own the media companies who are disparaging his name. This man was well-known for being a vegetarian, for being clean, for not drinking, for not using any form of drugs, liquid or otherwise, and now they're trying to disparage him. And so here it is that there has to be the movements like what Prince led when he walked around with the word slave engraved on his face to make our new people under and overstand what many of the Gullah Geechee artists you've heard come here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio have made clear that it's not that, first of all, you can't just walk up and get a record deal. It don't work like that. But that even if someone from a record company approached some of them, they wouldn't take the deal, and they said, the reason I won't is because I like being free. I love what I do, and I don't want to have to be enslaved by a company telling me what I can and cannot do and how to express the gift that I have. 
and I salute all of them this Black Music Month. And I salute all of you who support Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, who support the Gullah Connection and I and purchase our CDs, but especially all of you that when you see us tweet something, you retweet it as after you go and make a purchase from one of the artists or you come out to the events we're having with cash in hand or cash in pocket or pocketbook and say, I want to get your CD and that you're here purchasing the music and helping people to be able to continue a movement of freedom songs because they produce it as free people. Black music is green. You know what I mean? Black music is green. You know what I mean? As we would say, black music is green. Now, I mean, so this is a real thing. This is a chant. This is a slogan that was placed on this month that we need to continue to use. But one would say, well, wait a minute. Well, what happened? And you know how we do it. What happened was that when you start to allow the government influence to get into things, a lot of times it gets altered, especially if it has to do with black folk. We ain't going to go too far into that, but you all know how I feel about that in the Gullah Geechee Nation and some of that influence that some of us are letting guide and drive us to work against one another instead of together because the government parties have said to you, oh, let's go this other route. So here it is on June 7, 1979. The first Black Music Month event was actually held at the U.S. White House. Yeah. Now, President Jimmy Carter was in office at that time. And there were a number of people that performed there. And it was an opportunity, because music is always done at the White House, to be celebrated in the highest office, one might say, in the U.S., to be in the big house. Here it is that our people were there singing and shouting and celebrating. Our people doing it now. But it was our people that built the White House in the beginning. I don't think they were singing too much except to maybe keep the cadence while they built it. But here it is that that helped to catapult it just that much further amongst people in the industry to say it got that kind of recognition. And so now, instead of it being called Black Music Month at the White House now, President Barack Obama, U.S. President Barack Obama, has called it uh, Black Music Appreciation Month or African American Music Appreciation Month. I personally don't celebrate that because Black Music Month makes it more global. And I don't think it should be limited to African-American music appreciation. I think Black Music Month is all-encompassing. It takes us both back and forward, and it helps us celebrate in the present. But to recognize and respect the movement of the African drum, the legacy of it being taken from us at the Stone Rebellion, the power of us continuing the spirituals even during the transatlantic, during the chattel enslavement period, and then moving forward, using those same songs out of the Sea Island cotton fields and out of the Carolina gold rice fields and out of the indigo fields to continue to move people forward through a civil rights era and civil rights movement right on into the human rights movement where we still yet use those songs, we still sing those same songs, and they continue to inspire us and keep us moving forward. And that is why we today still celebrate our song, our story, our journey, our movement through the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. And we definitely want to salute the founders of Black Music Month. And definitely 
black music is green. Now, I mean, so let's spend some green this month with our people. Let's purchase some music. As long as it's black artists, and especially some indie artists, if you buy one that's a major person with a big label, please also find somebody in the hood that, you know, selling a CD out the trunk of their car and all of that and purchase from them. There's many groups and many individuals that became successful because we would purchase just from in the hood amongst ourselves. And then some of them later got labels and they got deals. But with the money that they had, a lot of them were able to contribute back to even a little churn right there in the community. Just get them a little something and children are happy, but it helped to bless them. And so we want to send blessings out to all the singers, all the musicians, all the music producers, all the music teachers. We have the Wesley E. Felix Park on St. Helena Island, and Mr. Wesley Felix has been the music teacher here on this island. Many people went on to be successful and are still out here singing, drumming, playing horns and everything because they were taught by Mr. Felix. We want to thank all of the church folk that taught us to sing the spirituals and so that we have these voices and the beautiful harmonies without anybody having to be an ethnomusicologist arranging our songs. We like God arranged those songs, and hence why the spirituals are the official music of the Gullah Geechee Nation and the state of South Kakalaki, South Carolina. And so I'm very proud to be a Carolina girl that could contribute to that part of our historical legacy and journey. I do create, write, and do modern music. I love house music. I love R&B. I love all of that, blues and everything. And I still continue to sing as a spirit moves me. But I I will never give up the spirituals because they are my favorite music of all times. Because each time I hear one, I hear all my ancestors yet shouting with me and reminding me just who we be. You understand? Yeah, chiller. Hunna half a move. When God get ready, hunna go half a move. And so definitely it is a blessing to have the opportunity to again celebrate Black Music Month here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, and I would encourage you to learn even more about our songs and learn the songs to pass them on to Honachilla so the next generation will continue to be able to sing those songs as well. And so right now, if any of you out there want to call in, you can call in to 347-324-3903. If Hunter want to crack your teeth with me, call in to 347 347- Three two four three nine zero three for crack your teeth with me right here on this Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Show. And in the meantime, this is also the perfect time for me to tell you that you can go to Eventbrite and purchase your tickets right now. Purchase discount packets for the Gullah Geechee Family Reunion that's going to be going down as part of the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. You can just type in Gullah Geechee, the festival will pop up, or type in August Charleston, South Carolina events, and it will pop up on Eventbrite. You can also find the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival 2016 event on Facebook. And you can also go to GullahGeechee.info, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E.I-N-F-O. If you want to go, go to GullahGeechee.info. And we definitely want to make sure that you come out, shout with us, bring your drums, all you need to do is bring drums, an open spirit, water, and chairs. 
We've had a lot of people contacting us this year. It is the Charleston Maritime Center, so it's not an outdoor event per se. It's inside, and it is in an area right on the water. It's on the Charleston Harbor. So rain or shine, we have the event, and God willing, it will be shining, not only with the sun, but with the black gold. So once again, go to Gullah Geechee. Dot info if Hona won't go. And you can always follow us at gullahgeechee.net when you want to find out more about this program and our journey. And we want to thank the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition for continuing to be a sponsor. So you can always go to gullahgeechee.net. And if you want to email me, email me to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. I'm still on the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour. Many of you who follow the Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook or follow the Queen Quet fan page on Facebook, then you know I'm going to be back in Walterboro this week, and this time it's going to be in the evening time, all right, and we're going to be celebrating Black Music Month and also Juneteenth, as we've done the last couple of years. So Thursday, June the 16th at 6 p.m., it's free. Bring the entire family as part of the Summer Reading Program celebration in Walterboro, South Carolina, at the Carlton Memorial Library. So this coming Thursday, June the 16th, at 6 p.m., please meet me there in Colleton County at Waterboro, South Carolina, at the Colleton Memorial Library. All right, then Saturday, I know folks is getting ready to get down in the Chuck Town because there is going to be the Southern Soul Festival with Dougie Fresh and Tucker and Vivian Green and Kid and Play and Labrado and Sir Charles Jones and all the family from Star 99.7. All right, they're all going to be up in the house. So definitely that starts at 4 o'clock. That's going to be actually just above the Chuck. It's going to be in North Charleston at the North Charleston Coliseum. That's Saturday coming the 18th. And so that's going to be going on simultaneously with the brother who did Hidden Colors. He's actually going to be speaking in Charleston starting at what? Four o'clock. So that's those things are both starting up at the same time. Then we will be back on St. Helen Island on June the 25th at the St. Helena Community Park, the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park on St. Helena at the St. Helena Community Market in the park. It's going to take place from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on that day. And we're going to have plenty positive, uplifting music, bring out the family, and there will be plenty of Gullah Geechee artists there that do have CDs. My, I'll be there. Gwen Vet's going to be there. There'll be some other Gullah Geechee musical artists or people repping their materials there on that Saturday. So once again, if there's more info you need, just follow us at Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. You can follow Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook. You can also follow at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and on Instagram, or you can email we to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And so the Gullah Geechee the Gullah Connection and I are still continuing the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy journey, and we thank all of you who are bringing groups here over the course of this month and next month for tours here. And you can always go to Gullah Geechee so that we can show you the land that we're fighting for the legacy on. 
during that tour, it is a histomusical tour because I usually sing some of the spirituals. You get to visit the praise houses and so forth while you are here on St. Helena Island as well. So if you're interested in that, good. Email us or go to gullahgeechee.us, and you can always have the tours done. We only do tours for groups of seven or more, so our tours are customized also. So you have to get in touch at least three weeks ahead of time, usually. If you're on short notice and we have a tour going, we'll try to include you. But more so than even that, the big things that's coming up is going to be a place where people always partied here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and that's going to be our Gullah Geechee Family Day at Mosquito Beach on July 30th, Saturday, July 30th, because that will be the kickoff to Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week for this year. And that will go right on through from July 30th to August 5th through the 7th, where we are going to have a showdown. This year, our theme is a celebration of self-determination for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. That Friday night, we are going to start off with the party with a purpose at Scott's Grand up in North Charleston. So if you're flying in that evening right there to the airport, you might as well stay at a hotel right by the airport because into Charleston because you can then come right over in five or ten minutes from the airport. And then on Saturday, we're downtown at the Charleston Maritime Center. You are Yeti Plenty Great Music, and Gwen Yvette is our headliner for this year along with Wana Wamalon, our African drumming and dance troupe. They are always powerful. And so then you will yeti the drum for truth, and you will yeti some shout, and then you're going to yeti some soul. And then on Sunday, of course, we're encouraging everybody to go to church, and in particular to Emmanuel AME, where we lost a number of our family, our friends, our loved ones from the Gullah Geechee Nation last year this time. So throughout this week and next week, there are a number of memorial services and discussions and times of reflection for the Emanuel 9 that we lost last year due to a horrific massacre that happened at Emanuel AME. And so you'll also see us posting a great deal of things over the next few days and whatnot, and not to try to bring up too much of it from the past but just to let them know we have not forgotten you and we're continuing to move to fight to ensure that the person who did this has been prosecuted, as they say, to the full extent of the law and that it is not just let go of and that they will never be forgotten. And so the way that we never forget where we the coming from, Danya, is to get it in songs because true all that songs, and we keep we strong. And now why we still there. And we ain't the quiet no way tall, tall. So it's so glad it one more again. To spend this year evening with all of y'all. This year the queen quit. Head upon the body. Of the Gullah Geechee nation. So glad that I want to tune in one more again. To Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Go on you on to com for connect with me. But I want to know who we be. We be Gullah Geechee anointed people, black gold, and we free. Keep shouting, keep beating the drum. Hashtag Black Music Month. Hashtag Gullah Geechee. You know who we be. Tanky, tanky. God bless on the chill upon the journey.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.